And those experiences of the past and of this lifetime where incompletion resides will come quiet, will come to the stillness, will come complete very quickly without you having to do but just maybe a little in the way of forgiveness or acceptance or loving the situation or the person or the place or whatever it is that is taking place. And that's the grace that is extended to us through the action of the sound current, through the movement of the Holy Spirit in our meditation, in our loving God. The grace will simplify everything. The grace will lift much of the weight of the burden that we have brought into this world Enlighten it so that truly we truly can carry whatever it is we are to carry in a way that we might not otherwise do so. I walk through the airports as we are on our trips, and we get to sit around the airports quite a bit. And what is there to do in the airport but to watch people walking by? all going and coming, trying to make their way through this world. And it's an amazing experience for me to watch people as they are just walking by. If you look at their faces, if you look at their body, you can't tell for sure what's going on inside of them. But I'm blessed and cursed at the same time because I can see beyond that body form and I can see much of what's going on beyond those physical bodies that are walking around those airports. And I can see the burden that people are carrying in this creation, the pain, the anguish, the sorrow, the separation, the longing, the wanting, the wonder, the doubt, the fear, the anxiety, so, so much. And they're ever searching for someone, for something, to answer the questions, to lift the situation, to take the burden off of them. Well, I know that the burden will not be lifted, but I do also know in that same statement that there is that essence of loving that will go into whatever situation, whatever burden we have, if we invite it in, if we allow it in, and it will begin to lighten that burden in such a way that we can begin to truly see the truth of the situation that has created this great burden that we seem to be carrying. And all of a sudden, we have understanding and in that understanding, we have solution. And in that solution, we have our freedom. And we begin to walk with a lighter step, with a greater joy. And we begin to live a life that is different than before. And it's because we have invited God into our experience. We have invited God into every part of our life. I know from my own experience 
that the answers don't reside in this world. There isn't an answer in this creation for what it is you're looking for, what it is you're longing for, what it is you're needing. But I also know where the answer does lie, and that's inside. So if we will just spend that time each day, however long it is, five minutes, a half hour, two hours, whatever, just sitting down and closing our eyes and connecting back to that seat of the soul and inviting God into our life experience and inviting ourselves into God's experience in us, we will find that through that inviting, that God will be present, that God will come forward, that God will go before us, that God will assist us, that God will bring enlightenment and awareness to us so that we begin to live our life differently. But one of the great keys I have found for myself is that when I do invite God in, I also have to pay attention to what takes place as God comes present through that action of invitation. When God comes present in our lives, God is saying to us, live your life differently than you have before. Live your life in loving, in joy, in peace. And you might say, but how do I do that? I'm in pain, I'm in anguish, I'm lonely, I'm frustrated. How do I find that loving, that joy, and that peace you want me to live in? That's our quest. God will walk with us in that journey. Don't expect in your meditation for it to just drop in your lap and everything will be fine. But expect it to drop in your lap because it will. The grace carries every part of the truth of your beingness as soul, as loving, as joy, as peace. And the moment you invite God into your life, into your experience, that invitation opens a door and allows the movement of loving that is God into your life. And that is grace action. That is the grace of God coming upon you, moving within you and around you, that you might begin to wake up and know the truth of who you are as divine who you are as soul, who you are as a child of God. But then it's up to you to begin to pay attention to the opportunity that has just been placed with you. Grace is an opportunity for all of us when it comes upon us and in us and through us to step forward and live our lives different. We can invite God in and God could come present. But if we get up and go do the day the way we've always done it in the past, we may not allow space for God to be present really in our daily experience and journey. 
So it's for us to begin to create that space in our daily lives for God as well. We may have found the way by which to invite God in in our meditation. We may have found that way to expand ourselves, to open ourselves, to allow the grace to begin to move with us. But if we open our eyes and get up and go out and do the day in the same old patterns, we may find that there's no place for God in our experience in our daily lives. I say that because I know that. And I still have to remind myself quite often, am I making Space. Am I opening to allow God in this experience, in this moment? And I look very carefully to see if I see the divine loving present in my experience. I look to see if that divine light, that divine sound, that divine loving essence is present. And if it's not, I do all I can to relax into that place that I know the divine loving essence resides inside of me. And sometimes it happens very quickly that I connect back into that. And sometimes it takes time. Time at this level. Minutes, hours, even a day or two sometimes because I may be caught up so much in what is taking place at this level that I myself have created a separation between me and the divine. All I can do in those moments when I have found that I have created that kind of separation is just to accept it, allow it, accept the experience of the separation. Don't judge it. Don't condemn yourself and damn yourself and hate yourself, but rather accept the moment, accept the experience that you have now created for yourself and find out what this is about. How did I get here? What did I do? Why did I do this? And how can I do this differently right now? And in that, how can I learn to do it differently in the future so that I don't get to the same place again. And it's a gradual learning process. I wish it was done in a moment and you would never have to do it again, but I have found that lessons are like layers upon layers upon layers of experience. I have watched my own life I have watched my journey in this experience, in this physical form. I have watched experiences come up into my daily life. And I have complained to myself and to God several times. Lord, I'm done with this. Why does this have to come back upon me again? I did this already. I'm done. Stop it. Don't tempt me. Don't tease me. But when I've really looked at it very carefully, I've realized... God didn't do this to me. I did it to myself. I created all this illusion 
around how it's supposed to be. And now I'm having to confront all these layers of illusion of how life is supposed to be. And I confront them layer by layer by layer. And everything that I have created in the way of thought, feeling, emotion, or action, reaction, and imagination in this body, I now must go back and bring those things into balance, bring them into harmony, so that those energies that I have misexpressed and misplaced can now be brought back into the flow of divine loving so that I can live the fuller experience of the essence of my own soul while I am here, rather than in separation. I hope that makes sense to you, because this is very important to realize that as long as you're in a physical form, you're going to have physical experience. And these physical experiences are very different from spiritual experience. This physical creation, even though it is made up in some form and enlivened by spirit, it is physical and material in nature. And it has a separate expression, a separate creation, and a separate journey. So these bodies, even though they are instruments and tools by which the soul can experience here, they are not truly spiritual in nature. And they are going to have their experience of the physical material world while we are in them having experience in the physical material world. If we get caught up in that and try to take charge over that and try to control the physical material, we may find ourselves caught in a great trap because that's not what the soul is here to do. The soul isn't here to change the physical material world. The soul is here to experience in it. We come into this creation to learn through this action of creation, of experience, who we are as divine. If we can begin to realize why we are here, how we are here, and how we can begin to be free of this place, we begin to live life differently. This is a wonderful journey when you walk it from that place of soul first. And it can be a miserable journey if you walk it from the physical first. As long as you're in a physical form, you're going to have emotional pain, emotional joys. You're going to have mental pain, and mental joys, and you're going to have physical pain and physical joys. It just goes with this territory. And that's because the physical creation is polar in nature. It has two poles, positive and negative, good and evil. 
It has all this that is taking place, but it is polar in nature. And it is ever experiencing the movement between the two poles and the stress and the dynamic that is created there. If we get caught up in the movement between the two poles and the stress of that polarity pull and push, we do find ourselves in anguish, in frustration, in anger, in limitation. But if we begin to see that these are but opportunities of our learning in these realms of polarity about the power of creativity, about the action and the movement of loving in this creation of positive and negative, then we truly come into this creation and use it as it is meant to be. This is an opportunity for us to learn what? What is the fruit of the tree that Adam and Eve ate of that made them leave the Garden of Eden? It was the tree of good and evil. So we have come into this realm where good and evil resides. That is the polarities by which this creation is manifested so that we can understand polarity and separation that polarity creates. And in that, find once again that place where oneness resides, that is the soul, that is God dwelling within. If we will stop looking out into the world and getting caught up in the polarities and trying to figure out the good and the evil and trying to live the good and let go of the evil within ourselves and within this world, but rather find that place where the soul dwells within and connect to that and live in that and fulfill in that, then we do find the peace, we do find the joy, we do find the loving. And while we're in this body, our lives are simpler and easier. We do not get caught up in that eternal swing of good and evil, of joy and pain. We find that place of oneness where we can hold to and we can love the experiences that our body's going through, that our emotions are in, that our mind is caught up on, and bring all that to a greater quiet through that action of loving and acceptance and forgiveness of those, of those situations, of that swing of energy, and live our lives differently. Then we find that that invitation that we create every day when we sit down and close our eyes and hold our attention at the seat of the soul and just invite God in, in loving as we love God. And that grace begins to move in us. The, the burden truly is lighter, that things are simpler. And it's just a matter of us to ever choose into that simplicity, into that lighter way. Every day, the moment I come conscious in the physical body, out of a deep sleep, out of a dream state, out of my meditation, 
I ask the grace of the Holy Spirit go before me, clearing away any and all disturbances and distractions, that I keep my eyes on God, that I keep my awareness and focus on loving, that I live in and from and through the movement of my own soul first, and that the grace ever assists me in doing so. And then during the day, I keep reminding myself of that same statement over and over and over. When I'm out driving and somebody pulls in front of me, I ask the grace of the Holy Spirit to go before me. When somebody calls me and they're all in disturbance and I find myself getting caught up in their disturbance, I ask the grace of the Holy Spirit to come and go before me in this discussion, in this moment. And if I do that, things do get quiet and peaceful and I become more centered. But if I don't, I can get caught up in their energy, I can get caught up in the situation, and I can go right along with it. I can go into just as much reaction as any of you, and maybe even more so. Because when I get off-center, boy, I get off-center. So, be aware. Brian and myself, all of us, as long as we're in the physical form, we have our challenges. We have our limitations in the physical. Love them. Allow them. Appreciate them. I can remember when I was growing up. As a child, I was skinny as all get out. I was so thin. When I went into first grade, I weighed 36 pounds. The nurse was disturbed by my weight. My doctor was always concerned. My mother was always concerned. And through their concern, things changed and I gained weight. I had judgment on myself as a child when I was skinny. I had judgment on myself as an older child when I was fat. I was ever in judgment. I was ever in disturbance. Until finally I realized that the disturbance and judgment I was living wasn't mine. It was that which was in the world looking upon me, trying to impose upon me something that they thought I should be. And it wasn't until I came to the reality that I did not need to live their judgments. I did not need to live that which they were imposing upon me as my own. That I began to move into a place of acceptance of who I am physically and allow it to be. And still today, there are times when those same things that were the voice of the nurse, the voice of my doctor, the voice of my mother, the place judgment and wanted their way upon me will come up. And I will look in the mirror and I will go, what's wrong with you? You're supposed to be, and I've got to stop myself somewhere in my conversation. If I'm grateful, as soon as I hear what's wrong, I'll stop. And I'll say, nope, that's not me. But sometimes I get further into the discussion 
more into the judgment, more into the disturbance before I finally catch myself and go, what are you doing, Jim? Who are you listening to right now? Where are we going with this conversation? Is this really going to make you feel good about yourself, about the world? Is this going to assist you in your journey? Is this going to assist you in doing service with and for God? And I have to stop myself and say, you know, I'm just not doing it this way. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Nurse. Thank you, Doctor. I'm not doing you. I'm doing me. And I love me. I honor me. I appreciate me. I like who I am right now, just as I am. And then I'm fine. And all I have to do is say it, and something comes aligned inside of me now. But it didn't used to. It took saying it over and over and over. At first I'd say it when I was younger, and I didn't believe it. But I knew I had to keep saying it till I could come to the truth of it and know it for myself and stop living that which was put upon me by others. Now I can say it and it just comes right into alignment and it's true. So if there's something in your life that you find that is upon you, that is disturbing you, that is causing judgment in you, begin to look and find what those voices are and where they're coming from. And just love them, forgive them, accept them, but don't live them anymore and find a new voice to replace them. That's the key. Don't just push things away and say, no, 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 I'm not doing that. You always want to find a new way to fill that space that you now have created for yourself. So you fill it with the new voice, the voice of your truth, of your loving, of yourself, of your soul, and live that. And it takes time. At first, you'll realize that something's upon you and you'll find out where the source is and you'll begin to forgive it and allow it to move away from you and create this new space inside by which you can live, and you'll begin to state the truth of yourself and begin to live in it for a moment, and then somebody will come in, or the phone will ring, or something will happen, and you'll be distracted, and the old will go, okay, okay, come on, let's get in there quick, quick, before they feel like we're, we're back. And it's just like the old energy will come in and push the new out. And because it's habitual and it's comfortable and it's familiar, you'll just start living the old once again. And six weeks later, you're going, what the hell happened? For one minute, I was feeling really good about myself. I thought I had it done. And all of a sudden, you realize that you've got to stay ever present in the moment. What am I feeling right now? What am I thinking right now? What am I doing right now? Why am I doing this right now? Why am I acting? Why am I reacting? How do I want to be? How am I right now? And it is ever staying present. Now, when you're staying present with yourself that much, in that way, one thing I find you also have to do, you have to let go of trying to control and run everybody else's life. Because you can't run and control their lives and do it for you too. 
But you also find life gets a lot easier when you're not having to focus out there and judge them for what they're doing and try to tell them how to live their lives and make these things all right out here. Life gets a lot easier and simpler to just do you. And life gets a lot simpler and easier because all of a sudden you find that you're not listening and looking out there for others to tell you how to do your life. You're not looking for others to do it for you or control things in you and for you and around you. You begin to do it for yourself. And then life is so much simpler and easier. And the more you do it, the more you realize that simplicity, the more you'll choose back into it again and again. And that's where I am now. It used to be when situations would come up on me, I would get up and I would leave them if I didn't like the energy. I would just get up and I'd leave. Don't want to deal with this? Goodbye. I'm out of here. And that would be it. That's how I would handle it. But now I can choose to sit in the situation and see what is the lesson here for me. Why was I running? I was running from a part of myself that I didn't want to look at. That's why I was running. I used to think I was running from the situation because they were putting something upon me and I didn't want to deal with it, so I'm out of here. But what I realized after a while is I was running from myself. They were pointing out something to me. They were bringing something to my awareness about me that I still had not worked on, that I had not come to peace with, that I had not forgiven, that I had not accepted, or whatever. And rather than deal with it, rather than look at it, rather than realize that's me, I got up and I left. Nope, not looking at this. Goodbye. I'm out of here. Well, now I'll sit. Sometimes I fidget, but I'll sit. And I'll listen and I'll work with what's present. So if ever we're together, and all of a sudden you see me kind of like fidgeting around and like, you know, I really try not to get up and run away. I really am. And I'm doing all I can in that moment just to stay present. Because I want to break free of whatever that is that has just come up inside of me. And I'm not going to run away from myself anymore. I'm not going to let the world cause me to run away from my truth. I want to know the fullness of me. And I want to fulfill that fullness in all levels of myself, including the physical. And in order to do that, you have to confront everything. All those disturbances that come up. You know, it's not about them, it's all about me. It really is. It's all about you in that moment. Don't put it on others. What are you doing? What are you making me feel this way for? How dare you? I was feeling absolutely happy until you said these things to me. Why not go inside and say, see what has just changed, what has just shifted inside of you that you yourself are responsible for, that action and reaction inside of you? And how can you bring it back to a place of peace? What is it that has caused the disturbance? It's not them, but they are a reflection of something inside of you that if you will allow yourself to go in and confront, to look at, to see, to know, to feel, to understand, you can heal it, 
you can balance it. You can bring it to loving. And then you live in a greater fullness of who you really are as soul. So this journey is a wonderful journey. This pathway is a wonderful pathway. And I do know that the burdens get lighter if we walk it in the true essence that this pathway is based upon, which is loving God and having God first. And living from that place of loving, acceptance, and forgiveness in all things, with ourselves and with all things of this creation, and be responsible for your actions and your reactions, for your thoughts and your feelings. And that means staying ever-present so that you can do that. Present with yourself, present in the moment, present with what's taking place. Are you acting or reacting right now? Well, when I'd get up and run, it looked like I was walking out, but I was running. That was reaction. That wasn't action. I called it action at that time. I thought, well, this is action. I'm taking action. But it was reaction. I was running. Now I'm in action. I'm sitting. I'm listening. I'm observing. I'm looking inside. I'm paying attention to all the things that are going on. That's action, not reaction. It's taking action, taking responsibility, taking responsibility for my thoughts and my feelings that I maybe have not taken responsibility for before. Therefore, when they go into disturbance, rather than take responsibility, I go into reaction and run. No. Now I take responsibility. And in taking responsibility... I stay in action. Action is staying present. It may not actually look like I'm doing anything. The greatest action sometimes looks like you're doing absolutely nothing in this physical form. But it's all taking place inside. What do we keep saying? The inner kingdom first must be brought into alignment. It all takes place inside. We have to go inside and confront all those things inside of ourselves and bring them into alignment first so that we can truly sit here at the seat of the soul, free of the mind, free of this physical creation, and then begin our journey home to God from there. So pay attention to what's going on inside of there and take responsibility and move in action inside and find a way in that action to find a movement that really brings balance and wholeness and fullness so that that soul of you can begin to express itself more fully throughout your whole beingness, rather than just through tidbits here and there of expression of soul. This is a great journey. And I wish I could say to you, yes, all you have to do when you've got to have something take place in the physical form called surgery, called getting your teeth filled, called... You know, you've got a pain in the ankle. What are you going to do about it? Well, just look up to God and say, hey, fill that back tooth right back there, please. Could you please remove or fix this thing that's going on in my body so that I don't have to deal with it? Could you fix my ankle, please? It's broken. But that's not the way it works. You have to be responsible for it. 
know, if you break a bone, I can guarantee you'll get to a doctor eventually. Maybe not right away, but you will get to a doctor because it'll limit you, if not stop you, from doing your life. That's taking responsibility. You have to make a choice. You can either choose not to get the bone set or get upset and get healed. It's the same way inside. You have to make a choice. Am I going to heal myself or not? So take a look in the moment of where you are, of what's going on in your daily life, and invite God into every moment, every breath, every experience. And you will find the grace will be there And in that, you will have understanding, insight, clarity. The burden will be lifted as you begin to move in action, move in responsibility, move to fulfillment of the divine in you. You are a living, loving child of God. You are the living, loving essence of God. You are not of this creation, but you are here to participate in this creation. Participate in it. Look at this as the greatest opportunity and really use it to your fulfillment. Don't run away from it. Don't condemn it. But rather embrace it and learn from it. Every day, I ask the world, what do you want to show me? What do you want to teach me? What can I learn from you? The world is ever ready to share with us, to teach us, if we come from that place of loving. But if we come from a place of reaction and ask those questions, we get a lot of other reactions from the world instead of loving, instead of understanding, and instead of freedom. So if you love it all, it will be loving. If you judge it all, it'll be whatever it's going to be. So that's my sharing today. That's my experience today within my own life. And I hope that as Brian and I are sharing these things with you, that it begins to assist you in better understanding how spiritual journeys do take place in this physical creation. And there were each on it. Every soul on this planet and so many other souls in other places are all on a great spiritual journey. We can each support each other in it or we can do our best to keep others from moving forward because we ourselves are not willing to do that. It's our choice. But it is our choice. It's our choice to sit down in meditation. It's our choice to make changes in our daily lives. It's our choice to invite God into our daily experience. So thank you all very much. And have a wonderful, loving, God-filled week. And we'll see you all next Sunday.